Truckers Radio USA presents. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. Where are their pants? The Derriers. Oh yeah. The Derriers. Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Road Show, right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers. Doing what we do. Still. Still. Over and over again. Over and over again. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. But we just drive up and down the roads, Roger. We just go, we were cruising all over America, just finding songs, laying around, man. I know. I mean, it's it's not a bad life. No, it's not a bad life. Yeah. I mean... Other than some of the places we end up staying. Well, sometimes. That, uh, that so could be improved. The dart can lead us astray once in a while. Uh, it and has. It many has. Times. And we'll get to that later. Yeah. Well, people ask us, they say, Derriere's. Exactly what is Americana music anyway? Boy, that's a loaded question, isn't it? Well, that's a fair question. Yeah, I suppose so. And we really aren't experts um, <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> about anything. <laughs> uh, but we have, a, we have an opinion, and it's kind of developed into a definition of our own. Of our own, yeah. And we feel like it's music with distinctive American, American roots. roots. And having said that, boy, oh. we left ourselves a lot of room on that well, one. Well, sure, yeah. I mean, for instance, it could be doo-wop. It could be blues. It could be Appalachian. It could Appalachia, right? Uh-huh. I'm throw an Appalachian. Got it. It could be Thank barbershop. You, uh, you know, it could be slack key. It could be punk. Um, show tunes. It could be lounge. Tejano. Jug band. Uh, it could be that Bakersfield sound. It could be samba. It could be that Nashville sound. <laughs> it could be sea shanties. <laughs> <laughs> it could be that derriere sound. It could be that derriere sound. <laughs> and you know what else it could what be? What could it be, Roger? It could be Boogaloo. Uh, we, lo- we love Boogaloo music. Yeah, and it, it is Boogaloo here on the Americana Road Show. It uh, has been recently, and, that's for sure. And uh, shall be again, I'm sure, in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And the format of the show is that uh, every week, uh, both of us show up with a virtual fistful of tunes. That's that we, true. We have not yet disclosed to the other guy. And that's the only rule. And we parse them out one at a time. And some time ago, we decided that we would... Uh, I uh, would take the odd-numbered shows. I don't that, know how that happened, but you would take know. the even-numbered shows. Yeah. And this is an even-numbered show. It is. Okay. So I'm up first. All right. Jameson Brown. Okay. Next up. <laughs> Junior Brown. Oh, Junior? Yeah. And I'm surprised we hadn't featured him yet, although we can't get to huh. everybody. Yeah, it's true. We did feature him on episode 40. Uh, the song was 409. He played with the Beach Boys. Ah, that's right. So yes, I, it yes. wasn't specifically featuring him. All but, right, uh, all right. But he was born in 1952. And um, he's uh, released 12 studio albums, charted twice in the Billboard Country Singles Charts, but his, his, his big thing about him is his signature instrument. Uh, that is a weird instrument. Which is the git steel. The git steel, yeah. Right. And and he developed that. Um, uh, well, if people haven't seen him or whatever, you got to look it up. Matter of fact, I'll find a picture and put it on our uh, our site. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, with some assistance from a guy named Michael Stevens, 
um, he put this guitar together, and it's it's a combination of uh, it's a double neck, and it's a combination of of a guitar, guitar and, and a steel, and a steel, yeah. And so uh, it has the standard six string guitar portion and pickups from his previous stage guitar that that was the first one that he had built, uh-huh. which he calls Old Yeller, yep, which was a Fender Bullet. And then he had a second one made uh, called Big Red, and the neck was laser copied from the bullet. Oh, really? But in addition to the electric guitar pickups, both the standard and lap steel necks use identical showbud lap steel pickups. Right, okay. And there's, there's a little pocket in the upper bout where he puts his steel. When I've seen him play it. that thing, yeah. man. It's amazing. He did, the transition is like seamless. You right, know? and it kind of rests on a little stand yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and he said that the invention of the Git Steel was always a matter of convenience, so that he could play both lap steel and lead guitar during live performances and not was not directly motivated by a desire to be a one-man band. Gotcha. But, but he kind of is, you might say. He can be. Anyway, I ran across this song uh, just when I was, I was looking. It's from a 1996 album uh, that he did called Semi-Crazy. It's the title cut by Junior Brown. Say I gotta be half crazy to be doing what I do I'm a slap happy gear jamming coffee drinking truck driving fool I might have a little shimmy in this cracker box jimmy But I ain't never cracked up yet The more I try to make a buck in this beat up truck The more semi crazy I get Yeah I'm semi crazy I gotta be half nuts Running up and down the road in these semi-trucks I might have had half a mind to slow it down for a time But I'm never gonna give it up Till I'm pushing up daisies I'll be semi-crazy Driving fool who never finished school. I got my learning at the old truck stop. They said I won't amount to much when a gear shift and a clutch was the only education I got. I'm just an old blue collar, semi crazy road scholar. They tell me that I'm half insane. That I've been driving so long, I got diesel in my blood and 98 oil on my brain. Cause I'm semi crazy. Yeah, about half nuts. They keep running up and down the road in these semi-trucks I might have had half a mind to slow it down for time But I'm never gonna give it up till I'm pushing up daisy I'll be semi-crazy Everybody says we're dingy cause we're too semi-crazy to stop that's the handle that we're stuck with No matter if we like it or not Through the desert and the mountains The sunshine, the rain, and the snow We'll be double clutching daddy's Till we're over the hill And we're never gonna take it slow Cause we're semi-crazy We gotta be half nuts To keep our running up or down the road And they send my trucks a mind to slow it down for a time But we're never gonna give it up Till we're pushing up daisy We'll be semi-crazy 
Till they put us in the ground They never shut us down Till we're six feet under We'll be rolling thunder Oh yeah, break one nine uh, Red, are you out there? You got a Lonier Jr. out here Come on back Hey, Lonier, this is old Cornbread Red How you doing, boy? That's getting back on to our old CB radio days. Yes, sir. Your your handle, as I recall, was the prodigal son. Yes, it was. And mine was Mojo. Yes, sir. We had some fun with that, man. We did. It was a good time. It was a good time. Uh, Well, Leo, I think you're up. I'm going to play a a cut uh, from a band that was just a seminal experience for me when they first came out. I'm not even going to dance around. I'm going to tell you what it is. It's Sly and the Family Stone. Oh, wow. Okay. And I've been I've been thinking about putting them on. I didn't know what to do. There's so much to talk about this guy, really. In fact, uh, there's this uh, go, uh, Joel Selvin. He's a music critic, right? He's pretty well known. And his quote is: "There are two types of black music: black music before Sly Stone and black music after Sly Stone." Wow, that's kind of cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But listen, he, he was born in Dallas, Texas, right? And uh, he was, grew grew up in a, um, a religious household that also encouraged music amongst the of the family. And the thing about the whole name of the band is there was a lot of family people in there, right? Uh huh. I mean, he he led the band, and then there's Stone's brother and singer guitarist, a guy named Freddie Stone, and his sister Rose Stone, and then he it brought was in Rosetta, actually. Oh, oh yeah, but they called her Rose. <laughs> there was. You got to write a book. <laughs> <laughs> and, but what's really cool is that it not only was a racially integrated, it was a mixed gender band as well. It was big. And and one of the things I like about the song I'm going to play, it came out in 1968. I think it's the first one of his songs I really fell in love with. But um, it's got one chord in it. The whole song is oh, really? one chord. It never moves out of that one chord. You know, if you play it well enough, that's all you need. That's all you need. Listen, yeah. they're, they're all over the place on this uh-huh. thing. So this is Sly and the Flameless Stone, one of my favorite songs of all time from 1968. It's called Everyday People. Sometimes I'm right, and I can be wrong. My own beliefs are in my song.
Heck yeah, that's a classic. Oh, man. that takes me right back. Man. Yeah, that was, that was great. That was the year I graduated high school. You know, oh, okay, really getting out there. All right, all right, Raj. That's mine. Where's yours? Um, uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me rephrase. <laughs> yeah, no, please don't. <laughs> You'll just dig yourself in deeper. I'm going to stop right now. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. A uh, hot club of Cowtown. Oh yeah, I love those guys. You know, now we. I look back. We covered a, a tune. I think I did by Alana James uh, on episode 89. But okay. we didn't cover the band at that right. point, okay? So if people want to go back and listen, they can learn a little bit more about her. I'll just cover it a little. Uh, she actually grew up in Prairie Village, Kansas. Yeah. Back uh, back home. So uh, started playing Suzuki violin at age four, and then she became uh, classical. And then she ended up in, in New York, and um, she, uh, she f- uh, answered an ad you know, about uh, playing in, in a band. And yeah. that's when she met with Smith. And it was in the music se- section of the Village Voice in 1994. So uh, they got together, they moved to San Diego, and, and they've been playing what great Western swing music ever since. And we, we got to play with those guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah down some... at the Winfield Festival. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. We had yeah. some good times with them. A lot of fun. Uh, but I, I, the reason I, I'm playing them, I, I stumbled once again across this album called Rare and Unreleased. Mm. And it's from 2010. It's not new, but I'd never heard it before. Um, and I picked this song from it because I like it. Hot Club of Cowtown doing Love is the Drug. It ain't no big thing to wait for the bell to ring. It ain't no big thing the toll of the bell. Aggravated spare for days I troll downtown the red light place Jump up, bubble up, what's in store? Love is the drug and I need to score Showing out, showing out and run Boy meets girl where the beat goes on Stitched up tight, can't shake free Love is the drug, got a hook on me Oh, catch that buzz Love is the drug I'm thinking of Oh, can't you see? Love is the drug for me Oh.
that night I park my car Stick my place in the singles bar Face to face, toe to toe Heart to heart as we hit the floor Lumber up, limbo down The locked embrace, the stumble round I say go, he says yes Dim the lights, you can guess the rest Oh, catch that buzz Love is the drug that I'm thinking of Oh, can't you see Love is the drug got a hook in me Oh, get that buzz Love is the drug that I'm thinking of Love is the drug for me. There Cold you go. end right yeah. there, baby. Yeah. That's a great song, right? Yeah, it's a great tune. It they really just is. do it so well, and they do everything super. Absolutely. Anyway, so, yeah. Absolutely. They were a lot of fun. Well, Leo, uh, you know what? I, no. We're out of time for this. We segment. are out of time. We just mm-hmm. blew through it, didn't we? We did. Uh, t- of course, tomorrow's moving day. Oh. So, we have to. Oh, wait. Uh, we, it's, it's, it's like an even numbered day. It is an even oh. numbered show. Okay, uh-huh. oh, fine. So I'm, you get to police the area. I'll call the police uh, immediately. Uh-huh. You, you get to uh, clean the cat box. Got an aardvark. Mm-hmm. No problem. And uh, I will go out and check that left, left rear, rear inside, inside duel. duel. Okay, yeah. good. I'll take care of that. I appreciate it. Okay. All right. Are you happy? Yes. Well, I'm glad. I'm coming insanely happy. I don't know why I'm so happy. I, I don't very, know either, but uh, I can't explain it. Okay. Uh, we'll take care of our chores, and then we'll be back. Uh, this is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio. Radio. USA. And we're, we're back. back. Both yeah. of us, actually. Yeah, oh, so we both good. made it. Uh, we did. Through it. Uh, how were your chores? You got everything done? I got. The, I called the police. I think that's what you told me to do. No, I said police the area. That's what we oh, do. Oh, I did. Oh, I yeah. did that wrong. Right. Okay. Thanks a lot, by well, the way. Sorry. I, I was out there checking the tire. And they were trying to think, And they came up. Yeah. They thought you were stealing hubcaps. Yeah, they d- almost drew down on me. Uh, <laughs> okay, but, I apologize now, okay. but it's pretty, you got a minute. It's pretty funny. Well, yeah. Okay. To you. It is to me. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, you know, you, you, you can't. You don't want to mess with the with the police in in uh, Possum Neck. Now, just keep, saying that's true. And uh-huh. keep in mind, your pri- primary purpose was to check the tire out there on that right for inside deal. How was it, Roger? Well, it was one pound down until what? those guys snuck up on me, and then I let three pounds out. <laughs> oh no! Oh, <laughs> so, so I had to well, fill that's it back not up. Good. So technically, one pound down, but it ended up being four, four pounds. Yeah, well, that explains why it took you so yeah. long. Well, yeah. Okay. So, uh, but we're we're okay. They're pretty nice guys, actually. Okay, fine. they may came back, come back over after you know when they get off shift and have an apologetic beer with us. See, here's the thing that we'll bothers see. me about it. What we're in we're in this little town, right? Yeah, Possum Neck, Mississippi. It's, it's, there's technically no police force here, so I'm wondering who those guys actually were. Well, who did you call? I don't know. I stepped out and I went, police, <laughs> and they showed up. I. I have no idea. It didn't idea. look that close. I mean, mm. uh, they had some kind of outfits on. Were their but, outfits all wrinkly and stuff? Because I've had Yeah, they kind of were. Okay, fine. You all didn't right. give them any money, did no, you? No, but we are leaving. T- we might leave tonight. We might have to leave yeah. tonight. Yeah. We'll see how that, that goes. happens every so often. Yeah, that's true. No, we're only, we're on a, we're on in Possum Neck, right? Yes, we are. It, essentially, it's unincorporated. Yeah, we, we get that a lot. We get that a lot. <laughs> we end up in these weird places. Otherwise, they change the name, right? Right. They wouldn't leave it like Possum Neck. Probably. But the, this land, we did find this much out. As with a lot of places we go, uh, the land once belonged to the uh, Choctaws until, and you're going to love this part, the Treaty of Dancing Rabbit Creek. 
wouldn't you like to see some dancing around? I sure would. Yeah. I don't know. Back I in just... the 60s, I might have really appreciated that. <laughs> but... Alice in Wonderland thing or something. But, but go ahead. Well, the, the, listen, there was once known as simply the neck, right? Okay. It's located on a neck of land between what they call Sharky Creek and the Big Black River. And a local historian recounted that the name Possum Neck was derived from a joke about all of the possums that lived in the, in the neck. neck. Ah, Get how it? about that? Yeah. Okay, well, it makes sense now. Well, Total in, sense. In 1900, uh, Possum Neck had a population of 48, and I think it's only gone downhill since, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with well, you. Yeah. I don't imagine people are flocking to Possum Neck. No, yeah. not really. The, 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 so I think we could safely th- say that the population of Possum Neck has stagnated. Yeah, I think probably so. No, no, okay. Yeah. I still wonder who those guys were. I wonder where the dancing rabbits are. (laughs) The dancing rabbits. (laughs) Well, people ask us, they say, Derriers, what are you thinking anyway? We don't. Driving around like willy-nilly across the country in that old RV? We don't think. No, we don't. Uh, You know, but we're kind of rudderless, uh, unlike our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA. That's right. Who have these things called ranches. ranches. That's right. And they get to do their show from the relative comfort of their ranches. Exactly. For instance, uh, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch. Uh-huh. And that's in the Dos, Dos Cabezas Mountains, yes. of course. Uh, Alan Bailey has the Swinging Gate Ranch out there in western Kansas. Uh-huh. Uh, Oren Friesen, who is the human footnote of the Derriers. Absolutely. Just weighed in again this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, has the Rock and Banjo Ranch out there in central Kansas. Yes. And we, we used to whine about the fact that we didn't have a ranch. We did complain. Uh, Tell our pal Suzanne set us straight. She did. She was very kind about that. She was kind, she and was. she said, look at it this way, idiots. <laughs> she didn't say that out loud. No, but she was thinking it. She probably was. Yes, she was. She said, you know, you have got the biggest ranch of all. You know, doesn't that make you happy? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Uh, you've got the entire continental United States, border to border, ocean to ocean. Yes. You could say you have a ranch without, without fences. fences. That's true. And we ride that range in our RV called... Rambling Road. Sweet Rosie. Rosie gets us there. Yeah, you know, week after week, man. We ask mm-hmm. a lot of the old girl, and she just always you know, brings it up. Yes, so she here, does. Here we go. Uh-huh. All right. Well, Leo, I believe it's your turn. I'm going... I found this really interesting piece of music. I think you're going to like it a lot, actually. And it's it's kind of a guy that was kind of lost to history, all right? Uh, his name was uh, Buddy Stewart. His real name was Albert James Byrne, so you can see why he went by Buddy Stewart and said... But um, he was a he, he was a great guy, man. He had a warm voice. He was a pioneer bop singer, and but he died an early death. Okay. And if it hadn't been for that, he probably would have made a, a really a lot bigger impact than he did. But listen, he was a member of the Snowflakes. Remember them? We've talked yeah, about I the do. Snowflakes before, and also with the orchestras of Glenn Miller and Claude Thornhill. And uh, after spending a time in the army between 1942 and 1944. This is where it kind of gets interesting. He teamed up with Dave Lambert of Lambert, Hendricks, and Ross, right? Oh, yeah. In Gene Krupa's band in 1945 to record what was considered the first bop vocal. Really? Yeah. Now, I'm not going to play the whole thing, but just to give you an idea of what the first bop record, it's basically scat. Okay, sure. Okay? And it, and it kind of sounds like this. Oh, <laughs> 
In the very yeah, first phrases great. of that of that uh, recording right there, you also hear Annie Ross. Oh, really? She was also, you know, singing along in that part okay. there. So anyway, the guy was really headed down a great road, and he was on his way and um, on his back to go visit his family. It was 1958, and he got killed in a car wreck. You know, it was really yeah. sad. But one of the songs he did, um, I found it in a soundtrack recording of a movie. All right. Wow. Those are, we've been running into a lot of that lately because we spent a lot of time in the back of the bus oh, watching yeah, movies. Oh, right. yeah, right. Uh, yeah. He recorded this song in 1948, Roger, and it's almost like a cowboy song. If you listen to the lyrics, okay, it's really a cool tune. And uh, he recorded it, like I said, in 1948, and it's called In the Valley of the Sun. In the Valley of the Sun. I met my only one While a-roaming down the lonely desert trail Beneath the Arizona sky I saw that beauty pie There she was so sweet and so frail Were like the velvet stars that shone from up above. All I took was just one look. I knew that this was really love. Now my life has just begun. The two of us are one, spending all our days. In the valley of the sun Great, isn't that wild? Yeah, it's kind of like a Frank Sinatra feel. Dean Martin ish, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, voice. totally, totally lost to history, you know, yeah. for the most part. Yeah, that's a good tune. We need to maybe yeah. look into that. Take another look at it. Yep. Yeah, all right, Roger, it's your turn. Well, last week, uh, I believe it was last week, I covered Cher. Yes, you did. And uh, remember how I talked about how uh, she recorded that song, and some people thought she was a guy. Yep. Well, I'm going to swing that pendulum over to the other side. <laughs> I knew this was. I knew you were going to do this. And we're going to talk about Carson Wayne Newton. Yes, of course we are. 
<laughs> I couldn't resist. It was born in 1942, man, and. Uh, it, it it's really an interesting story. He was born either in Roanoke or Norfolk, Virginia. They weren't sure. Oh, is that a fact? Uh, but when he was a child, his family moved near near Newark, Ohio, and he began singing in like local clubs and fairs with his older brother, Jerry. Mm-hmm. But he had severe asthma, so his family moved to Phoenix in 1952. Ooh. Okay? Yeah. And soon after arriving in Phoenix, they performed at a local television talent show, which was uh, the Lou King Rangers, L-E-W King Rangers, and won. And as a result, the owner of Cool TV, K-O-O-L TV, Ton <laughs> Chauncey, who also televised the talent show, gave the brothers their own television show. Just like that, Called huh? Rascals in Rhythm. Wow. And he served as a mentor to them. So uh, they appeared with the Grand Ole Opry Road Shows, uh, uh, Ozark Jubilee, and they performed in front of then-President Dwight D. Eisenhower. No kidding. Right. And um, so in the spring of 58, it was near the end of his junior in high school, a Las Vegas booking agent saw them performing on their local TV show, took them back for an audition, and uh, uh, booked them as a part of a two-week contract to perform at the Flamingo in Las Vegas. No. Wow. At the end of their contract, they were offered a one-year contract to continue performing, and he quit school just before his just junior like year. That. <laughs> and, and they call him Mr. Las Vegas. They do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, what a, what a career. And, uh, you know, I listen to a lot of stuff, but, you know, you can't play Wayne Newton without playing... Dark a shame. darling, dark a Thank you for all the joy and pain. Picture show, second balcony. Was the place we'd meet, second seat, gold Dutch treat. You were sweet, dark as shame, darling, dark as shame. Save those lies, darling, don't explain. I recall Central Park in fall, how you tore your dress. What a mess, I confess, that's not all. Seeing me again Though we go 
That's one of the purest voices in, oh, yeah. in pop music right yep. there, man. Yep. Yeah. That song's two and a half minutes long, and it changes keys like six times. Does <laughs> it really? I didn't, uh, even... I, I didn't count it, but... Yeah. yeah. It had a hell of a range, man. It yep. really did. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Okay, Leo. Well, <laughs> now where do we go? Okay, I got an idea. <laughs> okay. One thing we haven't really featured on the show, we talk about it, but we haven't really done it, is gospel. Uh, not much. Not much. Done you know? a little bit, but very little. But I've got one here that I, I ran across, and I just, I, I, I'm really totally digging this arrangement. It's a, it's a group called the Golden Gate Quartet, right? Okay. And they started out calling the Golden Gate Jubilee Quartet back in the way. But anyway, they, they were formed in 1934. And with changes in membership over the years, they're still at it. Oh wow! All these years later, they're still out there. It's like out Sons there. of the Pioneers. Yeah, yeah. They just keep yeah, changing kind of a personnel. Fraternity thing, fraternal. But they they they've held this sound together. Now, starting in '35, the the group sang in churches and on local radio, and they gained a regular spot on radio station WIS in Columbia, South Carolina, along about 1936. And uh, they began pretty much as a traditional jubilee quartet, right? I mean. They were combining clever stuff, arrangements and stuff that they picked up from maybe barbershop singing and all that other stuff. It was all kind of combined under the one umbrella that they kind of you know made for themselves there. Uh, but after their first recording session in August of 1937, they recorded 14 songs in two hours. Wow. <laughs> man. Wow. Think about that. They you must know? have been ready. Oh, they were ready, man. Yeah. They just came into it. And this, they were immediately signed to a contract. Uh, to record 12 tracks a year. Well, we could do that in two hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're done, man. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they signed a new contract with uh, Columbia Records. They had a subsidiary label called OK. We've talked about quite a bit. OKEH label. OK. That pops up a lot. Oh, yeah. OK. Yeah. OK, mm-hmm. right? Right. And then they, uh, the, some of the newer um, stuff started to come along, and they were kind of getting, you know, shut out by some of the newer, more modern stuff that was being played. But they stuck to their guns, and uh, they uh, they offered what they did do is started offering a sharper political commentary. Mm. In other words, they were getting getting in and bring a message forward, you know, being socially involved with uh, issues at the time. Yeah, you know, music. That used to be a big part of music. It was a big part of music at the time. Now, here's another interesting thing, man. Um, During his stint in the U.S. Army in Germany, Elvis Presley, who was a huge admirer of the band, he grew up listening to this stuff, right? Yeah, And uh, he visited them backstage at uh, a place called Le Casino in Paris. So he was a big supporter of the band. Wow. But I want to go back to uh, a song they recorded. In fact, they recorded it more than once. Uh, and this is one of those kind of socially, you know, relevant songs. Okay. Uh, they recorded it in uh, 1946. It's it's a really cool town. It's called God's Gonna Cut You Down. <laughs> you may run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Let me tell you, God Almighty gonna cut you down. You may run on for a long time. You may run on for a long time. Well, stop, God Almighty, let me tell you the news. Dude. My head's been wet with the midnight dew. Dude. I've been down on my bed and me, dude. talking with the man from 
Galilee. My God spoke and he spoke so sweet. I thought I heard the shuffle of angels' feet. He put one hand upon my head. Red God Almighty, let me tell you what he said. Go tell that long, long liar. Go tell that midnight rider. Tell the gambler, the rambler, back bottom. Tell him God Almighty gonna cut him down. You may run on for a long time. You may run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Let me tell you God Almighty gonna cut you down. You may throw your rocks and hide your hand. Plotting in the dark against your fellow man. But sure as God made the day and night. What's done in the dark will be brought to the light. You can run and hide. Slip and slide. Talk about the moat in your neighbor's eye. But sure as God made the rich and poor. You're going to reap just what you sow. You can run for a long time. You may run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Let me tell you God Almighty's going to cut you down. Go tell that long Go tell that midnight rider Tell the gambler, the rapper Back, back, tell them God Almighty's gonna cut them down Some brothers go to church just to signify Trying to make a date with the neighbor's wife But brother, let me tell you, sure you're born You better leave that woman alone Because one of these days you mark my word You think that brother has gone to work You're gonna creep up and knock on his door That's all, brother, you'll knock no more You can run for a long time may run on a long time Run on for a long time Let me tell you, God, a mind is gonna cut you down Go tell that long tongue liar Go tell that midnight rider Tell the gambler, the rambler Back, right tell him God, a mind is gonna cut him down That's gospel, Hallelujah, man. man. Oh, man. That's great stuff. It really is cool. Yeah. Hey, well, hey, you know ahead. what? It's what? A, it, it's it's time for apologetic beer. Run. It really is, man. But, but those militia guys haven't showed up. I have yet. no idea I mean, where they I mean, went. We want to give them a. You, you think you know, there was a bar down the street? It was wasn't just down there? the street. Yeah. What was uh, the name? Uh, uh, I don't know. Alan 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 Bob's. Uh, do you think maybe they were there? Went went there? Well, let's go down and find. Let's okay, let's go catch up. Let's see if we can catch up. All right, let's go. Okay, well there it is. Yeah, what's, um, what's the name uh, of it? What, what's the name of it? It's Al, Alan, Alan Bob's. Yeah. Wow, it looks kind of creepy. I <sighs> uh, think we should go in. Yeah, I guess so. All right. Okay, here we go. This is Alan Bob's tavern, and this is Al who works the day shift. His day begins quietly, polishing the chrome, polishing the glasses and later polishing off a sandwich and a mug full of cold beer. Later, some of the regulars stop by. There's good talk, good jokes, and good beer. Schaefer beer, plenty of it. At five, Bob takes over, and the customers keep pouring in. And the Schaefer keeps pouring out. Schaefer, glittering gold, gleaming cold. Your first one tastes great, and best of all, the flavor doesn't fade after one or two. Time passes, and your last one tastes just as good as the first. It's closing time now. Get in the camper. Get in. Close the door. Oh, man, that was weird. That was weird. 
I, whose idea was it to go in there? I think anyway? it was your idea. Yeah, but you you said yes. Okay. Well, that just made me <laughs> complicit. Man. Sure, that was strange. I was never so glad to get out of a place in my life. Out of a bar. I know, of all a places, bar. yeah. It seemed like a friendly enough place when we went, but... It, it, I, no, it didn't. No, they were kind of weird. It was kind of weird. Did you notice we got walked in and they all just turned and looked yeah, at us? Yeah. You know what? What? We're leaving tonight. We are leaving tonight. Just after tonight. we finish this segment. We've got to get this done, okay. man. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm totally down with that. Okay. All right. All right. Well, this is the part of the show. Let's get this done. <laughs> where, where we, you know, we just get right down and, uh, and beg. We're begging beg now. people we, uh, to go to our websites and uh, check things out, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean... We put a lot of stuff on those websites. I just put a picture uh, up of, of uh, uh, Junior Brown and his oh, uh, Get Steel. Get yeah. Steel, yeah, so yeah. People yeah. can check that out. Yep, yep. So, uh, you know, people should, you know, go well, ahead we don't, we don't, and help us out a little. We don't want to be too pathetic, but I mean, I don't mind begging. Well, we are pathetic. We are pathetic. Yeah. In that. Did you that. hear us just uh, like 30 just seconds ago? ago? We just ran like rats. <laughs> we were like five-year-old girls. Let me out of here. <laughs> so... Anyway, yeah, grief. Uh, the website for this show is thederrieres.com. The Absolutely, yes. And uh, we, we implore you, do not forget it's, the. It's important. It's the most important. Uh, yeah. Just a little tiny three-letter yeah. word. If you right forget there. it, you'll never forget oh, it again. Oh, but yeah. you, you may have to go back and check to see if you oh, actually some, forgot it. Somebody in this uh, camper has done that. <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, of course, the uh, website for the band is. Well, that's 3trailswest.com with the number three there on the front. Don't, uh-huh. don't spell it out. Right. Just number three, trailswest.com. Right. And uh, that's where we post our, where we're going to be playing and stuff yeah. like that. You can buy stickers there. And T-shirts. No, t-shirts, CDs. whatever you want to do. Yeah. There's lots of stuff there. Well, if you go to either website, you're going to find a lot of content. content. That's true, yeah. And if you check it out, we're pretty sure you'll be contented. contented right? There's getting to be a bunch, There's really. a lot. So you could become... Confused, which, like us. Yes, like us. And in which case, you just what, Roger? Contact, contact us. us. And we'll walk you through. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's contact us tabs on both websites. Or you can get right to us with our email addresses. That's correct. Uh, mine is Roger, no D, at thederrieres.com. And mine is Leo, also no D, because why would you, wouldn't you? Right. Uh, at thederrieres.com. Right. Hey, Leo, you know what else? Hey, what else? If you go to thederrieres.com, click on the Americana Roadshow tab. And yes. From there... You can listen to any of our past episodes at your, well, or if you prefer, you can download them yeah, and listen yeah, to them at, at your, your leisure. leisure. I get yeah. It. yeah, but people don't send us that leisure suit pictures, and I'm yeah. getting a little disappointed. In I that. know if they did, we'd post it. For we sure. would post it. Yeah. We'd send them a free CD. We would do That's that. The kind of guys we yeah. are. Hey, hey, you know what else? Hey, what else? Now you can find our uh, past episodes on Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. It's actually on several Spotify. platforms. Spotify. Uh, you love Spotify, but it's also Spotify. It, it's on Stitcher. It's like the spot on right. the Spotify. Right. It's it, like, but it's on TuneIn also. I had a dog named Spot. Yeah, you and did. It was, right, it was beautiful little mm-hmm. doggy, and it's yeah. Spotify. Or they can find like it a, on, on TuneIn. I don't think that's necessary if they yeah. can just go to Spotify right. and just be right there. But you it's know. also on Amazon Music, of course. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. I haven't checked it out. And and, and it's on iHeartRadio. Yeah, iHeart you too. I think right. we've had this conversation. Uh, over and over again. But I don't listen to it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but as our good buddy Mark Carr says... Not Mark. Mark is the guy that plays saxophone. Boy, you're having a That's day of another. This but is Mike Carr. Mike Carr. Mike Carr says, "Go nowhere without the Derriers." And we appreciate it, Mike. Thank you, Mike. I mean, that's a vote of confidence right there. If it there is. ever was one. Yes, yeah, sure enough. All right, Roger. This show is totally out of hand right now. So, 
we're trying to get this done because we're going to pull up stakes and get we out are, there. We yeah, are going to leave tonight. Yeah, we okay. have to. So it's, I think it's your turn. I ran an, across a guy in my stumblings called Chris Smither. Now, I hadn't heard of the guy. Uh, he was born in 1944. Um, and uh, he uh, kind of his family moved around a bunch. Uh, but they, uh, uh, he ended up uh, in Cambridge. And um, before that, they'd been in uh in Paris, and that's where he got his first guitar, uh, and, that, and his father bought it from for Spain. But in 1969, they moved to Cambridge, and he started uh, going all around all these blues players, mm-hmm. all these places, these joints and stuff. And and it was a uh, it was a place called uh, Sun House. And oh, it yeah, was Dick, yeah. Dick Waterman's uh, Sun House, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was there that he first formed his song called L- "Love You Like a Man." Okay. And uh, Waterman's friend, Bonnie Raitt, was there and listened yeah. to it. And uh, that summer, he appeared at the Philadelphia Folk Festival for the first time. And um, uh, it, he had some real early su- success, but then he had a long fallow period. And he said, I was basically drunk for 12 years, <laughs> and somehow I managed to climb out of it. I don't know why. Wow. But... Uh, it's a great tune. This is a fairly recent album from 2020. The album is called uh, More from the Levy. Chris Smither doing Hey, Hey, Hey. Well, I am not a prophet. I wouldn't be one if you paid me. But it doesn't take a lot to see where your head is lately. Pretty soon, you're going to ask me how come the life you lead doesn't make you very happy. Satisfy your needs You talk about your needs As though you know just what they are But in fact To really know them Is like traveling to a star It takes so long You die along the way So I say to the touch It's just a concrete indication that we love ourselves too much But if we don't love ourselves you say who will and whatever for and I say that's a better question than the one you asked before But the answer's still just as far away Your reason, you can leave it all behind you. You can 
and start another season Cause all these silly little fictions Are gonna take you by surprise When you see them in the daylight And finally realize You told them to yourself Nobody else was listening You'll be standing broken hearted Like a disillusioned Christian With your mouth open But nothing left to say So just say That's some blues right it there. It really baby. is, man. We're, yeah. We were kind of dipping into the blues here lately. That's you, pretty That's pretty cool. Really? Yeah. Leo, uh, where do we go from here? I recently learned how to pronounce the word Appalachian. That's right. Thank you, Betsy. Thank you, Betsy, because mm-hmm. she said you, you get going to pronounce it like throwing Appalachia. Right. If you right. pronounce it wrong, somebody's going to throw an Appalachia. Somebody, Appalachia. That's it. That's right. Okay. So now I get a chance to use that word. This gal's name was Ola Bell Reed. She was born in 1916, and uh, she's basically a very well-known Appalachian folk singer, right? Awesome. Okay, now she was, from Gra- she was uh, born in the uh, area of the unincorporated town of Grassy Creek. We know a lot about unincorporated Yeah, we know a, a, a lot about that. Way a- too much. Way too much. Ash County, North Carolina. She was the fourth of what became a family of 13 children, so that's a big family. Yeah. But fortunately, everybody in the family was musical, right? I mean, she learned the claw hammer banjo style uh, from, her, I think, her uncle. I read this and said her paternal grandfather was a guy named Alexander Campbell. He played the fiddle. Her father played several instruments, including the fiddle, banjo, guitar, and organ. Her uncle, Dockery Campbell. I love that name, Dockery. 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 Well, you know, he had a, a brother named Hickory. I knew you were going and to And another there. named Dickory. Dickory, and uh-huh. then that completes the triad. Well, he was the, the third. He was the yeah, Dockery. He was a, he's a baby You're the exactly right. Yeah. And on her mother's side, family member Bob Ingram taught swing, uh, singing in, in schools and stuff. So she had a huge you know, musical background in her family. Awesome. Now, when she was a teenager, her whole family moved to southern Pennsylvania, and she joined a band called the North Carolina Ridge Runners. And then later on, she formed a band called the New River Boys and Girls with her brother. So she was at it constantly from the oh, time yeah. she started. But basically, the material of her songs, they speak of the Appalachian life and traditions. And a lot of her music has been covered by other famous bluegrass and, and uh, you know traditional players. Uh, for instance, Del McCurry, Tim O'Brien, Marty Stewart. You know, yeah, she's all over the place. Not bad company. Not bad company. Yeah. But this is a really cool tone, uh, t- t- tune that we have actually played in jam sessions with other people. And uh, I believe this p- particular recording was made in 1972. So this is Ola Bell Reed doing her uh, composition called High on a Mountaintop. Thinking about 
about the days it used to be High on the mountain, standing all alone Wondering where the years of my life had flown about as Appalachian as you can get right there. You're exactly right. Olabel Reed, man. Well, if the show hasn't been weird enough, Uh give this a listen. Okay. Betsy! 
What? <laughs> what in the hell was that? I, I really don't know anything about it. It's called Shout About Pepsi, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, it's Denny Wright and the Hustlers. Now, Denny Wright was the guitar player <laughs> for um, uh, Johnny Duncan and his Bluegrass Boys, who I featured you last week. you to be kidding me. Yeah. But is that just weird as heck? Yeah. I'm sending that one out to Jason. Oh, Jason yeah. would love that one. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? What? Uh, we're out of time. Oh, we are totally... And I'm ready to leave this sound. I am too, man. Okay, so let's so figure out where we're going. going on. Where okay. Are you? Okay, who's turn? Uh, okay, it's uh, my turn to throw the dart, so okay. you get the map. Give me a second. Okay. Fast, okay, yeah, get her done. Oh, sorry, Ardmore. Sorry, Ardmore. Okay. All right, okay. here we go. Okay, you got and it on the wall? Yep, I'm on the wall. I'll get the dart. Oh, there we go. And... Okay. Yep, okay, I'm in the circle. Let's not waste any time here. Okay. Okay. One, two... Three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, wow. It oh, went up man. and yeah. east. east. Uh, it's in Delaware. Delaware. We haven't okay. been to Delaware Give like Give me the forever. weird town names go. in Delaware. Yeah. Oh, do you know what's better than bacon? What? Bacons. Bacon. More than one bacon? We're going to Bacon's, Delaware. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Okay. All right. I'm counting All right. On it. Okay. Let's get the heck out of here. Yeah. Uh, this has been the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. And remember to look out behind you. It's the Delaware. Is it the Delaware? It's the Delaware. Okay. <laughs>